1: And welcome to the cop update for this Monday, uh, the 10th of January. If I have it correct, I'm Gav as always. And today we're going to go through any news we know from Liverpool Football Club, some transfer stuff, some off the field stuff. that hasn't been nice over the last 24 hours. And we're just going to have a chat around them over the next half an hour. Also, if you're here and you're watching, um, you're more than welcome. Hit the like button if you can. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. And if you can share as well, absolutely share. But most importantly, get your comments into the live chat as we go along. Um, good bit to talk about today. Um, we're gonna do something every Monday, um, Monday memories. So this was brought to us by Keen in our YouTube comments and he asked could we look back at certain players certain matches certain things um once a week on this show so yeah well that's what we're going to do so today it's all about volleys um best liverpool volleys now the thing is throw them in near the end and if you do throw them in now i'll try save them for near the end and read them all out but it it all depends on what what you um regard as a volley full on the volley bounces and you hit it half volley Whatever you want throw them in i'm sure we can have a row about them um between me and the chat and yourself if you throw one in that's contentious but they must be liverpool volleys okay um quite a bit to get through today so bear with me there's a few bits that have come off the back of yesterday but i want to start with um i want to start with um brighton and hove albion so um Nice, bit of news today from Brighton and Hove Albion. Everyone has is is well aware of the um, the Hillsborough law that is being pushed at the moment, and you know most of, not all Liverpool fans are behind this. Um, and you can read up exactly what it's about. But a lot of people are backing the Hillsborough law. Okay, Brighton and Hove Albion today have come out with a statement, and they said the clubs st- the clubs stand. Um, I'm trying to just get this up on my screen. Just give me one second. Yeah, the club stand solidarity with all the families who lost their loved ones at Hillsborough, are as a result of the tragic events. Brighton and Hove Albion are proud to add their support to the campaign to launch a Hillsborough Law to provide transparency to bereaved families and rebalance the scales of justice in the UK. Um, fair play to Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, I think they might be the first club to come out alongside Liverpool um, to officially. Put themselves behind this, so um, I just wanted to start the show on that nice note that Brighton and Hove I Albion mean, have come out and um publicly backed the call for um the Hillsborough law. Um, let me see um, a few in there in the volleys already um i'll I'll try to save them as much as we can um red steve reckons um i have the heat and turned off again today listen sometimes i wear a jumper sometimes i don't but you're absolutely obsessed and um, but i like it i like it um but look back to brighton absolutely fair play to them and you know for a club to come out and, and officially back this um alongside liverpool football club is absolutely huge um Bonkers said half time, Senegal nils, Zimbabwe nil in the AFCON, which is already a brilliant tournament. If anyone is not, um, is if anyone's not watched it so far, get on it. It's, it's absolutely great. Brian Murphy says classy stuff from Brighton. It absolutely is. And it's, you can see it's a, it's a big step from Brighton to do this. And hopefully, um, that starts the ball rolling on other clubs coming on board and, you know, backing this, which I think is, this isn't, this isn't about well, it's called it's called the Hillsborough Law, but this is about everyone, you know, um, being able to get information and and not have to wait 30 odd years for stuff to come out, and you know, institutions being more open with regards to evidence and stuff like that. So it's it's um it's a really good thing that Brighton have done. Uh, on a slightly tied into this a little bit, but it's a, a slightly more sour note, Um. The behaviour of, of a, a, a video went around yesterday of a small few Shrewsbury fans um, in around the city of Liverpool yesterday um, with a certain chant that I'm not going to repeat. Um, but Shrewsbury have come out strongly against this. Um, they've come out strongly. The Shrewsbury Town um, supporters, liaison officers have, have come out and said, um, these are not Shrewsbury fans or football fans. They, they may watch us play, but they are in no way welcome at our club. We stand together with Liverpool and the football world for the 97. Um, and, and you know what? That That's that's absolutely brilliant from them. And Shrewsbury themselves have backed that up with a statement. And they've said, Shrewsbury Town, Town Football Club is disgusted and appalled to see and hear the reports on social media about the vile and offensive chanting and behaviour of a very small minority of their supporters, in inverted commas, yesterday. These people do not represent their club in any way, shape or form, and we are liaising with West Mercia Police to try and identify those responsible who will in turn liaise with Merseyside Police. If any supporters have any information that might assist us in identifying those responsible, they can contact the club confidentially, and we will use the information as part of our investigations with the police authorities. Um, A great response. I have to say from Shrewsbury player yesterday, um, one that I've seen. There may be more. I apologise if there is more, but one that I have definitely seen, and the support liaison officers there at, at Shrewsbury and the club themselves. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant um, response from them against. You can't tarnish all Shrewsbury fans around that game yesterday. You just can't. Um, but the small minority that. Are, acted in that way particularly before the game with that video um you know if, if they can be identified and stuff like that fair play but to sh- to see a support or liaison officers and the club themselves come out and absolutely you know hammer the people that were involved in this and we'll go out of our way to look for these people and and identify them i think is a is a huge thing um i'm trying to save all these volleys there is a couple of them coming in um Gavs, Fleeces, says Garrett McDonald, all as well in the world again. Yeah, listen, it's just the fleece. Like, it's just sometimes I have them on, sometimes I don't. Like, it's amazing. Um, I'll have to start fucking organising the wardrobe for this show at this stage. Um, but look, that that's a really good response from Shrewsby and their liaison officers and stuff like that. So I wanted to um, throw that out there as well, along with the good thing that you've seen from Brighton as well. Um, Player-wise, a little bit of stuff. Um, Tiago the rumour went around um, the other day that Thiago um, could be out for the season, could be out till April, could be out in March. and um, There was a lot of stuff that went around, a lot of stuff that went around. Klopp kind of cleared that up and he said, look, um, he's not going to be out for that long or that amount of time that people think. Um, but it does look like he has a hip injury. Um, and the word coming out is he's starting rehab. This is from Cuiva O'Neill. Uh, Thiago is starting rehab on his hip injury on Monday. Jurgen Klopp has said the midfielder's injury is not long term amid was suggesting he was out for the season. So he is gone into rehab for a hip injury. Hip injuries can be sometimes troublesome. So we're gonna have to probably wait. I would say you're probably looking at the end of January before you get an update on that, and hopefully it's it's a it's a good update. But you know, um it's 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 a blow for Liverpool. It's a real blow for them. You know, we're missing lads from the AFCON. Um, there's all the COVID stuff going on, which I'm going to get onto in a minute. And now you have a player that, um, you know, he's integral for us when he plays. Um, we're in such good form when he plays. But then again, um, you know, he's injured. What can you do? We're just going to have to get through. Th- January is going to be a very, very hard month for Liverpool with everything thrown in together. So it looks it looks like Thiago will be out. I... I don't know. Could it be four, six weeks? We, we just don't know. The, the rehab could take 10 days and he could be back in two weeks. We simply, we simply don't know. So we have to wait and see on that. But that's the latest on it. Klopp has, has quashed rumours that he could be out till April or even longer than that. March, April, I think was the first rumour. And then the second rumour was the end of the season. Klopp has said no. Um... So, there you go. Uh, Red Steel says, You were the only one not in grey last night, Gav. Did you not get the memo? No, I don't. We don't do memos, but we might have to consider some sort of um, a uniform, maybe. Should we get a uniform where we all have to wear the same thing? Um, let me know. Um, that'd be fun if um, you could all design the uniform and we could all wear it. Uh, but uh, Keith to do it. Uh, Kev, I reckon to do it. Shawnee, if it's not looking really well, Shawnee shiny won't. It's as simple as that. Um, but that's that's Thiago and look, we're just going to have to wait and see and I, I understand where fans get nervous because Liverpool updating you on injuries aren't the best. They let you know what's wrong with them, but they never let you know how long it'll be. So we're just going to have to wait. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. Brian Murphy says, Cue the February 4th announcement that Thiago's injury is worse than expected. Yeah, don't do that to us. Um, don't do that to us, please. But um, look, let's just wait and see if there's any more updates on Thiago over the next couple of days or the next week or so. Don't worry about it. We'll have it and we'll give you the update as we go at lunchtime one of the days. Um, Why did you go on Lee Gunnar's channel? Um, Says Sydney. Guy is a complete hill. Um, He's not. Sydney. He's not. Um, The one thing I'd say about uh, Lee is that he's very, very strong opinions on Arsenal. He's very, very strong opinions on Liverpool um, and other clubs. But, you can talk to him. Um, so I went on his channel last, I want to say Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday after the game was called off, the game that was due to be played against Arsenal. I went on. I was going on for 10 minutes. I think we ended up nearly an hour on, um, or 40 minutes or so. And it was a great chat. And the thing about Lee is, is that he will throw stuff out there, and he will interact with his chat and stuff like that. And I went on, and I gave my side of the story, and he, he actually took it and went, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. And we had a good chat around it. And then we had a good chat about Arsenal because that's what happens with me and Lee. But Now, Lee will throw stuff out there, but the one thing I will say for him is that he will listen to other people's opinion and take them. And I think he did on that day. Um, (laughs) Aiden reckons I definitely have a skill toy with an elastic band on it. No, not that bad. Jesus Christ, that's primary skill stuff. Um, But no, um look, I'm not the uniform could be an idea. Let's let's see where it goes. Um wear trippers t shirts, plug yourselves as Red Steve. Well, yeah, we could do that. Um on our site and um, we've some good designs as well. So if you're on LFCDT.com, um you'll check out all the designs there. We're gonna to try to get some more out in the next while. It's just been mad over Christmas. Um Villa looking to sign Basuma. Yeah, that rumor's going around. That rumour is definitely going around. Newcastle looking at Chris Wood, which is a weird one, but Newcastle might be just trying to um, hamstring the people around them, and um, the clubs around them, to try to stay up. They went out with a couple of cars against Cambridge, and then we had to be, um, we had to look at the worst uh, post-match celebration you've ever seen from the Cambridge players. Um, but look, there's going to be moves, that there's loads of names out there at the moment, I'll get onto one or two now in a second, but the um, Selma one is, is, is impressive. I think, I think, Newcastle have done or Villa have Dunkatino. They're looking at Pasuma and they're looking at um Luca Dean from uh Everton as well, who's openly told Rafa Benitez in the club that he wants to go, probably because of the fact he's not allowed past the halfway line under Rafa. But listen, it's the tenth of January, just what, just three weeks left in this window and there's gonna be loads of names thrown out there and we could be sitting here in twenty one days and saying we're not signing anyone. That's the way it is. But I'd hope he would. Um Patrick Flannery says Newcastle looking at a too, apparently. If they're looking at a um that's huge for me because I don't think we let a Rigi go without signing somebody. So we'll have to wait and see. Um Loris Carius who was rumoured to be in the Liverpool starting lineup yesterday when the when the supposed lineups were going around or rumoured lineups were going around, he obviously wasn't. Um John Achterberg has been quoted on him today. Um I think it was a, a article with James Pierce. Now Lawrence Carrius has been loaned out a couple of times by Liverpool. Um I think he might be out of contract at the end of this season. And John Achterberg has said it's down to him, his agent and the club to try find a solution. Hopefully there will be one this month. It doesn't. Um it doesn't help anyone to sit for another six months without the feeling that you are fighting that you are really fighting for something so what what, what Akteberg is actually saying there is that look he's not going to play for Liverpool um, he's not going to he's not going to be given a new deal um, you know Alisson is in front of him Keller is in front of him Adrian's probably in front of him and um, the young lad Petaluga um, he's probably in front of him as well so um Loris Karius will probably, it'll probably be a, a six-month loan, then he's out of, he's out of, um, he's out of contract, and, and I think he's out of contract, and then you will see him leave uh, Liverpool, so, but hopefully something happens this this month, <coughs> where he might even write off his contract, and just say, look, you're free to go, and that'll be that, um, let me see, there is, there was a couple there saying 21 days, me bollocks, uh, James Kelly said 21 days, me bollocks, I'm telling you, now we're signing nobody. Yeah, we could be. We absolutely could be. But and we're, I'm not here to tell you we are or we aren't. Um, I'm just here to report on what stuff has come out. How how tenuous our, our solid they are solid the air. Have a chat around them, and yeah, do something at lunchtime. But James, you you the chances of you being right are quite high, I think. But if the Origi thing was to happen to Newcastle, I think it's I think it's one of um it's one that could happen. Aidan says Basuma has gone nowhere this window. Too much unknown in the background. Yeah, there's issues around that, but I'm sure any club looking to sign him will be asking about what's going on there and will be getting some sort of assurances or, or know what way that um, thing is going with him. But we we'll have to wait and see. Um, we have a few decent keepers on loan as well, says James Kelly. Yeah, we do. Um, but looking at just who's there at the moment, who's training every day in the training, in the AXA training centre, you would argue three, if not four of them, will play before um before carriers would get a look in, so he probably is looking to get away. Um just just on the um on on just on on uh because it, i think it was in the same article um uh, John Achterberg has asked about him and there's a there's a bit of there's a bit of stuff coming up now where you know even you have John Achterberg saying he's really good, he can play Premier League football, there's no doubt about that. And maybe at some stage you will want to go and look to do that. It's, it's a tricky one for Liverpool because I think he's a fabulous goalkeeper. Um, I think his temperament, the way he's, you can see he's learned so much under Alisson. Um, it's going to be a hard balancing act now because Alisson has signed a new long-term contract and Keeve and Keller are looking at the international front as well, where he's currently behind Gavin Bazunu. He may need to look to live and, and play football. But that might be one where Liverpool go, listen, we want the boy back on him. We want the boy back on him because... I think he's 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 a brilliant, brilliant prospect. And for his own career he might need to leave and go and find football. Um but I'd love him to stay. I'd love him to stay. Emma says the pecking order for keepers is Alison Kelleher Adrian, uh Pet Petaluga. Is it Petaluga? I always say Petaluga. Milner, Caroline from the canteen, and then Carrius. Yeah, it's just quite obvious that he won't play for Liverpool again. Um Man like Shawnee says, Do you reckon there's a chance if teams come in for a Rigi, Liverpool don't sell late in the window long Sadio and Mo will be back and still not sign anyone? I think it'd be very, very risky, Shawnee. Um you have you have to keep your squad numbers up. You know. Then you're talking about twenty three as a squad number rather than twenty four. And Kev has said loads of times on our shows that, you know, it's it's something where we have a free space. We have a free space um in the in the Squad already with Shakiri leaving and not being replaced, so uh, it'll be it'll be very very strange for me. Uh, Patrick reckons to loan him out to a Premier League club like United did with Henderson. Yeah, I see that, but Quevvy uh, Kevin Keller is probably looking going. I can go out on loan and come back, but I, like, what's the chances of shifting Allison? Unless something unreal happens with Alison where he, he decides, look, I want to go. I am. Um, I want to go back and play in Brazil, or I want to try somewhere else, or I want to try Spain, or you know, wherever it might be, but. It would take exceptional circumstances for Queeve and Kelleher to be Liverpool's number one on Merritt, um, while Alison Becker is there. So it's a diff. It's a difficult one. And James Kelly says that Shay Given is saying that Kelleher needs a move to. City e. ballon two sets of quality players we have to do that in order to compete, keep Kelleher. Brilliant to have two quality keepers. Yeah, it absolutely is. But Kelleher's getting to a level. And an age, he's at an age and a level where... You know, he's not going to sit there for another three or four years and be number two. I don't think he is. I think he's more more ambitious than that. And it, the fact that he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world in front of him just makes it very difficult for him to get game time at Liverpool. So we'll have to wait and see. Um. So Spanish Spanish um, press have come out with a few. Keith threw at me earlier, so I, I said I'd throw them out there. They're a bit strange, but I I said i will throw it out there and I'll ask people what they think. So, uh, National the, Spain, the Spanish um, publication have thrown two names out there and linked Liverpool with them um, the first one is Jules Koundé, the centre back who to me looks absolutely nailed on um, to go to Chelsea um, I think there's a huge buyout on him I think it might be somewhere around 80 million euros but his name's been linked with Liverpool and it's really really strange I, I don't know why it would be um, I think it's just a bit of laziness going on there from National um, because we have Van Dijk we have Matip we have Canate we have Gomez now there's been a little bit around Gomez with, is he getting the time uh, um, is he going to get the game time um, you know he hasn't even been thrown into games to recover and you know get minutes in him um, which is which is a bit weird I was surprised he didn't start yesterday now he may have an injury that I don't know about but I was surprised that he didn't start yesterday um, but look Jules Koundé, I think, you know, has been linked heavily, heavily with Chelsea in the last 6 to 12 months. And I'd be very surprised if he's not a Chelsea player come this summer. Just going on a the the age of um, Thiago Silva and the doubts over the futures of Azpilicueta, um, Rudiger and Christensen, all who look like they're out of contract, I think, um, all look like they're throwing, throwing themselves at certain European clubs, I know. Rudiger's being heavily linked with Real Madrid, and they kind of quashed that. Bayern Munich have been mentioned, um, Juventus have been mentioned. So does um, Barcelona have been mentioned? Who are still have no money, but they're telling you they back in the market. So um, it's 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 a strange when the duels come day but we we'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, Dave Alenis is Why the Spanish clubs, but massive bio clause on players. It's the law, Dave. Um, you have to have a buyout clause in your contract as a player in Spain. That's just the way it is. Um, it's, it's the law. So clubs will go in and put masses amount. And if you remember right, 220 million was on Neymar and he, he, he bought out his own contract with the help of other people. And now when players go in, it's half a billion and a billion. They're completely unrealistic. but it's, it's a, it's a balancing act of protecting the club and, Also giving the player the chance to buy out his contract if he wants to. But the the money is crazy. When you see half a billion, you know the player is not looking to live. He's quite happy with with, um, what he has. Um, Kev says, but Conde has Chelsea written all over him with the players going out of contract. I fully agree. Um, And HM says um, in reply to David Lennon, he says, because it's illegal... Not to have a buyout clause in the league as players' contract, they make them unrealistic to abide by the law. Exactly. If you see one that's like fifty or sixty, you know, a player signing something but he wants if I get if I go, if a bar move comes good enough. But when the likes of Barcelona and Raymond Madrid, it, it's a billion quid. And the Neymar one will um will always be the uh one that lit uh the touch paper um in this era for those buyout clauses. clauses. Uh, Glenn Parsons says, Rudiger going to Madrid on a free, Cunday will go to Chelsea. Real Madrid kind of, rubbish that. Um, so, it, it's a weird one, but I just don't see where the name, where Cunday is coming from. Uh, Kev says, Gavi is the one we've been linked with, with a £43 buyout. That's the second name in national that's been uh, linked with Liverpool. He, apparently was, being offered a five-year deal by Barcelona, with a half a billion, uh, euro bio. That if it's a forty-three million pound buyout, that's clearly one that hasn't been signed. But if we're being linked, but if there isn't a queue around the corner to, to pay that buyout, um, I'd be very surprised, which would make you think that he will sign the deal at um Barcelona because what a player he is, what a player he is. Um, 2 too says Delhi Ali will be a cracking sign up for Liverpool. Lost his way badly at Spurs and you know, lost it under Mourinho, didn't get it back under Spirit of Santo. he's getting games here and there with Conte, but I think at the end of the season you'll see exactly what Conte thinks of um thinks of him and you know I, I think Deli Ali might be one that'll be out the door at um at Spores I think because I think Conte's gonna look to spend a lot of money and completely revamp that squad and I think getting fourth would be absolutely huge for him. But Having torn down that job in the summer, he must have some assurances regardless. Um, Gavi is nothing like a Klopp midfielder, says Brian Murphy. 17-year-old Gavi, says Emma Cavanaugh played 16 times already this season. He's 17. Like, you bring him in, Klopp can make him wherever he wants to be. Wherever he wants to be. I think... I think he would be perfect in the role that uh, Thiago plays now. Where he, he controls and he, he's just so much vision. Um, uh, Passio says I think Gavi's agent is just looking for Liverpool's name for negotiation. Yes, that absolutely is. I think you're right in that because, trust me, if 43 million is realistically on the table, I think there be uh, there could be 30 clubs willing to pay that. You know what I mean? Genuinely, now, the wages could be another issue, but Gavi is one that's being linked from um in national with Liverpool, um, and we'll have to wait and see. I I genuinely think he he, he signed the deal at Barca. Because just just because the amount of clubs that would be interested in him, if that was realistic, that bio, Um and he would realistically leave Barcelona. The fact is fairly quiet, on him would tell me that it's a nego- It is, as patio said, it's a negotiating tactic, and, and he'll end up signing. Cat uh, says we take son from Sports World player. Yeah, he's a brilliant player as well. But I think I think Conte will build around him and Kane, um, as they should. Um, he's, he's twenty nine, gone 30 now, son. Um, And I take them all day, but you know how Liverpool go on with regards to, um, players of a certain age. Uh, Aspilaqueta as cover for Trent says Dynamo Kev. I think the Aspilaqueta one might get done. Um, I think the goal one might be gone too far down the line, and you don't know what Christensen, you just don't. Um, so it's it's one of those. Um, who better to learn the Thiago roll off than Thiago himself? Uh, join us, Gavi says. Hey, Jam, he's a brilliant player. Him and Pedri, they're absolutely unbelievable at Barcelona for me. Uh, Gary McDonald says he's mustard. Um. Red Steve says Delhi Alli is twenty-five and done in. He's just lost his way. He's had some injuries. He's lost his way. I think a move would be good for Deli Alli, but he'd have to move somewhere where he knows he's going to play. And he's on he's going to play in the position where he, he's best at that's just behind, just off a striker. Um in probably a 4 2 3 1. That's his best position. So um that's how it goes. Cal Robinson would go for Rafinha off Leeds. Um, 40 million for Joe Gomez would be first his own book listen there's been talk around Joe Gomez Real Madrid meant to be monitoring the situation but nothing nothing concrete on it and as I said on this show we're not here to tell you this is happening we're not here to tell you something isn't happening we just throw it out there see what you think give our an opinion and we move on to the next day and at the moment the, the lack or the the amount of concrete or solid links with Liverpool for players or Liverpool players moving away is Literally minimal. Um, There's nothing really out there at the moment. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, 140 people watching, 45 likes. Smash that like button if you can. Um, Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you can share, absolutely share across your social media as well. Um, That's about it. That's all really the news for today. Um, get Get on the AFCON though. It's been brilliant so far and it's just so... It's so good to watch. They're just so carefree in the football they play and um it's a bit madness at times, but genuinely like it's you've loads of football there to watch throughout the month of January. Um and go and check it out because it's absolutely brilliant. Um Passio says if Ben Wheat is fetching fifty million, then Gomez is worth more. Um I don't think Ben Wheat I don't think he's worth fifty million and Joe Gomez hasn't played a awful lot of football. We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. Um let me see. Uh Arsenal for life says we want revenge for how many times you've humiliated us. Uh, yeah, but Kev comes back and says you'll have to be more specific. There's been so many. Um look, it's gonna be a good game on towards the I don't know what I think Liverpool put out a strong side because of um just the issues we've had over the last week. And you know, you've seen Klopp come out and say, you know, we had a lot of positives, we we, we done what we were told, um it came back a lot of false positives and stuff like that. And um but it's still been a tough week. Trent has Trent has tested positive, and there's been a bit of backlash over that as well. But from what I can make out, um, the club were in in talks with uh, the EFL and who, whoever else he need to be in talks with, and the decision was made and Arsenal. So um, it's 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 look. There's a lot going on online, but at the end of the day, the process was followed, and that's what the decision that was came to. The, the, there's a lot over. Um, saying about everything Leicester postponed It was an interesting one last night where Leicester said he had 17 players out due to COVID illness and injury and when they listed all the players there wasn't one that was COVID um, you could probably say um, the centre half who said it was unavailable um, I can't think of his name now but other than that it was like a lot of injuries so I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> I don't. I, I don't know whether now it's just a case of if you have X amount of players out for whatever reason, and there's one or two COVID in there, the game's called off. I, ju- I just don't know. But we have to wait and see. But as I've said, going back a month ago, this is all going to go absolutely pear shaped, and it is because we again we still don't know what's going on. Even when you get some transparency from clubs um, like Leicester being transparent there, but it doesn't look great. But and Liverpool and others, you're still getting people having a go. Um and then when you have people not giving you information, you're de- you're you genu- you're definitely getting people having a go. So it's one of those. Um Still nil all Senegal and Zimbabwe. Um, I don't know what's left in that, but l- you let us know. Um Right. Let me see. Some volleys. Okay. Emma Kavanagh, the best Liverpool volley, wasn't a goal. Suarez, Suarez swash, smashing the post versus Arsenal in the 5-0 game. Yeah, it's the, you'd nearly consider it a goal. It was that good. Best volley was easy, Gerrard versus West Ham, 2006 FA Cup final. Um, pending volley criteria check, says Brian. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's bouncing in the air. He's hit on the volley, I'm good. Torres at home to Blackburn, Van Basten-esque. Yeah, 8 09. Um, Afternoon, Gav. Trent's volley against Newcastle was brilliant on the half volley. Um, that's his first goal for Liverpool, isn't it? I think... Am think thinking right? Trent gets one where he nips in, or maybe that wasn't. You'll have to tell me again. I'm, I'm, I could be confused there. Did he have man's volley against uh, Portsmouth? Yeah, it's a cracker. He also gets a good one to get away at um, away at sea in the early days of the Etihad um, when it was called whatever the stadium was called at the time. I oh, like to throw Robbie Fowler's in there against uh, Villa in the ninety six FA Cup semi final at Old Trafford where he hits one. Um, no backlift, left foot, and off the post. Fowler scored some brilliant ones. He scores one away at um, West Ham, where it's it, it, his body is such shaped weird, and he just catches it and smashes it in the far corner. And he scores a brilliant one away, um, in one of his last games, or maybe his last game for Liverpool, um, away at Filbert Street, Leicester. He gets. He gets three, and his torn on is a rifle volley from, I think, a smiths or cutback. He lifts it up in the air, and he just smashes it with his rifle. So um, they're the ones that come in. Um, Torres versus Chelsea on the turn over his shoulder. Belter. Um I'm trying to think of that. Against Chelsea. you know, not thinking Blackburn. Dynamo Kev. Gerrard against Villa. Um, is thrown in there from Conroy. Raul is against Wolves is a cracker from Cameron. Um, that's a cracker. Uh, he hits it and it goes miles in the air and comes down into the top corner. It was absolutely brilliant, that one was. Um, Owen Book says he hit a, wa- a wonder volley out the back a few weeks ago. Lost the football, though. Still hasn't come back the football, fair enough. Um, it's, if you have any more volleys, throw them in there. Um Kovacic last week, but well, that yeah, that's Liverpool related, But we're looking for Liverpool ones. Um, Fowler against Brandberg and flicks her over the defender's head and smashes it in on the volley. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Crouch had a few bicycle kicks. Um, he does one at home to Bolton in the league, and one at home to. It's a Turkish side, I think it's Galatasaray, um, and you see, um. Luis Garcia with his hands on his head after it. Bobby against Stoke. That's right. 1-0 down. We win that 2-1, don't we? Um, where it drops and he absolutely bashes it. Robbie Keane gets a great one. Away at Arsenal, if you remember. Where it comes over his shoulder and he smashes it in. Um, Gerard versus uh, against United leaving Barthez flailing. Oh, I don't think that goes down as a volley. Deep Pierce. I don't think that goes down as a volley. Um, he definitely takes a touch to... No, I wouldn't give that as a volley. Salah versus Stoke—that's the one at the back post where he smashes in. Suarez again. Oh, hold on, yeah, deep pierce has done it. Um, the the sala the the Salah's, the Suarez one. Um, at home to Norwich when we beat them five one, I think. I think it's five one. Um, Salah get or not Salah? Suarez gets four, but the the one where he flicks it over Leroy Fair and it just he hits it on the half volley and over in the far corner. It's it's one of the most ridiculous. Um, it's one of the most ridiculous. Uh, performances I've ever seen from a footballer. Um, Foulist our Crouch, a Van Basten type volley one of the years. I'm fairly sure it wasn't for us though. No, that's against, that's Stoke against Chelsea, if I remember right. It's either Stoke against Chelsea or City. It's City. And it just pops up. He takes a touch to pop it in the air and smashes it from about 25, 30 yards. Pennant against Chelsea on Anfield is a great one. Um, yeah, hits the underside of the bar, doesn't it? And comes down. That was a good one. Um rush against Man United at ninety three at Anfield. Is that the one where he swivels left foot and puts it in? Um Poor John Ruddy's got done by Suarez so many times. He has. Um Risa versus United all one. That's that's not a volley. Is that that's the one where it's set for a free kick and he smashes it in? Um, Shakiri against Fulham is a nice control finish with his left foot at the cup end. Um, Harry Keel scored a peach against Spurs volley. That's the back post. Um, that's a back post volley if I remember right at the cop end. Um, was that the Norwich game? Manion, match of the day didn't even have time to show all their chances um, from that night. Um, Suarez also volleyed one in from the halfway line against Norwich. No, that's not a volley. No, no, no. It drops down and he just hit it's on the ground when he hits it. It's definitely on the ground. And Terry McDermott volley, the one against Spores is the famous one, isn't it? Where again he pops it up. A bit similar to Crouch against City, that one, where he pops it up and smashes it to the far corner. Uh Pennant one is a show. I'm trying to think of any more. Smitzer gets a, a last minute winner at Anfield, the Anfield roll in against Chelsea in I wanna say around two thousand and three. I think, um, Meller against Arsenal. That's a good one. Uh, Hardy, or Harry Keogh gets absolutely smashed. That, but, um, yeah, that's a good one. One of the best volleys I've seen is Deli Ali away at Palace for sports. Since then, he's fallen off a cliff. There was a guy that scored for Fulham away at Palace. Um, and I can't think of his name. And it's a fucking brilliant volley. It's a long ball down the right channel. He just runs onto it and. Absolutely harpoons it into the far corner I can't think of his name I can see his face But I just can't think of his name um, Does Gerrard count as a volley versus West Ham Half volley Yeah It does um, And I'd also The one against Olympiakos, I would as well Kite versus United Says Patrick Flannery Is that the one where he's put through in the F, Is it the FA Cup um, No it's a late game They win it late don't they um, It's a flick on and he gets through there uh, Can we start again please, Um, I'm late says the reclaimer, no we can't, I have to go, um, we're, we're, we're past time On against Arsenal, the FA Cup final, the fourth one, yeah drops down, I'll give you a volley for that, Um, absolutely Reset against West Brom away, yes I'll give you that one as well Um, There's been, there's been so many good ones, there's been so many good ones and fair play, is done well there He's done well there. Um still all in Senegal versus Zimbabwe. Kasami. There well done deep here. Kasami, that's what it's a brilliant volley. If you look it up, Kasami versus it's definitely Palace. Um for Fulham. It's it's um it's a it's a cracker. Shearer, some outrageous volleys in this time. He does, he hits one against Everton where he smashes her so hard. Um but that's that that was Shearer. He hit everything hard at goal. Um he absolutely Um, He just minced everything at the goal. And a lot of them went in. Um, From Percy, scored a mental volley from a Rooney ball over the top. The technique was insane. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. I do vaguely remember that. Um, The Caneo's one. If we're going away from Liverpool, the Caneo against, I think it's Wimbledon. um, At Upton Park. This kind of scissor kick one. Lewis Garcia versus Chelsea at Old Trafford. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's bouncing. Yeah, give you that one as well. Um... Daglish to win the league at Chelsea, yes, yeah, that's that gets in there. Uh, Rooney versus Newcastle is a really good one. Seesay against West Ham in the FA Cup final two thousand six, yeah, give you that one as well. Um, Van Persie was against Charlton, says unreal. Um, not a volley, but the storage chip versus West Brom, yeah, throw it in there, Patrick Flannery, it's, it's a cracker. Um, but look, we could be going all day here. But look, that's that's your Liverpool news for today. We've covered um, we've covered Brighton being sound, Shrewsbury. The club and the liaison officers being sound. Thiago is in rehab, but not as bad as people think. Um, Karius could possibly leave the club this month. Um, Kevin Keller, you know, his his he's stars continuing to rise. Um, Conde don't see it happening. Gavi, I'd love it to happen, but I think it's it's probably just a, a technique to get a better contract out Of um out of Barcelona and you've all come up Trumps with some volleys. Um I'll be back tomorrow at 2 pm with my Liverpool news. I might bring something along like that volley stuff as well so we can have a little chat about it. And um hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, we should have something out later on tonight. We're just waiting to confirm. But um we'll definitely we'll definitely be back here at two o'clock tomorrow. Keep you informed. Don't forget to hit the like button on the way out. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and if you want to hit the share button and let people know about this absolutely do it. We're available on all social media as the LFC Day and LFCDT.com for any um, shows or merch or whatever you want to look at. Go there and check it out. Talk to you in a bit. Over now
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.